0: You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Maddie Rose
1: on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Welcome back. Big Show continuing here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. I got Patty Dumas, Peter Klein with me as well. Filling in for uh, George and Maddie. They're off for a couple more days. They'll be back uh, in the new year uh, when we start up on the third or the second or whatever the hell it was. Second, I think. Yeah, New Year's is a Monday. Uh, We're joined in studio by... uh, our Flames Big Show analyst Brent Cron brought to you by All Kind Door Services Limited, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, your your home. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. You're looking casual, not suited up, casual, casual. casual. Cool.
2: I'm wearing a hat. This
1: yes. yep. was a Sutter
2: Farm. Yeah, no, oh, it was Sutter, Sutter Fund. Okay. The, yeah, the Sutter Fund, the, okay. the, uh, the golf tournament that they used to okay. put on. I. Uh, I, I was looking for a hat. Yeah, just on my my way out of the house, and I have like a around the house work hat, mm-hmm. and it had a lot of like the sweat rings yeah, on. Oh yeah, like this one. And I'm and I'm just like, you know what? I I have nice hats, but I I'm a sweaty guy, yeah, right? right? Doesn't matter. I I sweat sitting on the couch yeah. sometimes. I know that's probably not a good thing, but uh, <laughs> Check and, and, no, no need, no need <laughs> to look any deeper <laughs> into that one. That's <laughs> totally fine. Um, but uh, as I was walking out, I'm like, you know what? I'm going downtown today, and I feel like I'm going to work, but I'm not. I'm off this week. It looks like a Sunday out here. It, I love it. The drive-in was great. Yeah. But yeah. This, this hat was sitting on the, uh, the, the table yeah. by, by the door. And I threw it. On, I'm like, ooh, there's a lot of there's a lot of work in that hat. There's a lot of sweat. Yeah, yeah. It's a black hat too. It's a hard right? working mm-hmm. hat. So uh, it's my work hat. It's a fund it's nice right? That. You know, it is. It's a beautiful hat, and it fits my head well because I got a small bean too. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it, 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 it's it's big, but it's yeah, you know, know, it, you, it, it's, it's, it's you. a funny you. shape. It
1: kind it, it, it kind of cones up. It does. You know? Mine does that too, where it gets bigger and smaller at the top. But it, either
2: way, nobody can see us in here. We're we're moving our exactly. hands exactly. And but. and I I uh, I still well, my mom sent me a photo a long time ago. I think my wife might still have it of me. With my shaved dome, I used to shave my head because it was just simpler. Yeah, at yeah. the at the Calgary Zoo at the uh, Hitman tryouts, we oh. went to the Calgary Zoo for after practice, okay. and I was standing there with a the bald head. I was I was focused in the zone, right, <laughs> with a bald head. It looked ridiculous. Is what uh, I mean. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of uh, Calgary Hitman, a former one was pretty good last night. Yeah. Chris you know, I had I, I, shame on me. I didn't really. I knew he got injured you know, a while back, but I'm like, where is this guy? Yeah, and he's been he, yeah. in the NHL since May 1st, it's 2022. I looked him up last night when I was watching the game and he play, he's played 15 games for Coachella this year, yeah. right? Yeah. And he blew his ACL out. And I know exactly what that feels like mm. to, to go down for a significant amount of time and yeah. try to work your way back. It's hard. It's, it's you know, you, you just see everybody moving past you. And he's 29 years old, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he's
1: not... You can still figure this thing out. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: exactly, right? And so the, the amount of mental strength to overcome because there's Mm -hmm. always going to be self-doubt in there right everybody's going to be like oh you're injured oh and then guys are just moving up and are are blowing right by and you're just Mm -hmm. watching this while you're sitting there rehabbing but uh it was great for him to play as as well as he did that save on Lindholm last night oh like that was a sure that's a nine million dollar goal yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah give that man you know (laughs) Rick Pietro money right Uh, 60 over 15 right now, um, but uh, it was it was great for him to see, and once again, though, you know, the Flames shooters, for the amount of opportunities they had, they sure did make a goalie look good, too. There was, mm-hmm. a, lot, there was a lot of instances. They test him a lot. Well, they had good chances, yep. but nothing, I mean, it's easy to dissect afterward, well, uh, but like, yeah. get it up, you know, yep. like yeah. I mean, Lindholm there, I know it's a quick play, and you're trying mm-hmm. to just get it off your stick, and it, I get it, I'm not a goal scorer, but you know, with the guy like, like Drieger playing as well as he was and traffic in front of the net and yeah. elevate and, everything. And it,
1: that's kind of been the whole mentality like last year. Yeah, they'll generate 40-plus shots, but yeah. how many
2: of those are really testing
1: the goalie? And Huskus brought it up last night in the in the post game. He was like, yeah, we had a lot of shots from the
2: outside. You know, easy, yeah. easy. He could
1: see it. For sure. He could see everything.
2: Yeah, he, he honestly could. And, and there was a flurry there in the third period where I think that Larson pairing on, on the Kraken was on the ice for over two minutes. Yep. They were just yeah. standing there and... And the, the Flames fl- didn't really make a pay. It was kind of all the they outside. They just kind of skated around circles. Yep. You could see they were, like, the Kraken were so tired mm-hmm. that they just, ball- they were a little bait ball in the middle of the ice mm-hmm. just trying not to get picked off by a shark. <laughs> and then <laughs> they scored after and, that. Yeah, right? Yeah, and no. you're sitting there. They're, they're just waiting for the Flames oh. to do something and trying to get in lanes. I think... Uh, Tanev, Chris's brother, there blocked two shots yes, with his skates, and <laughs> yeah, you're... he blocked
0: one with like yeah. his, his hamstring. That looked so big, oh
2: man! And so it obviously runs in the family. <laughs> the right? U.S. is rolling. Oh yeah, oh, they're, they're, uh, <laughs> that was quick. Was that, quick. Was <laughs> that eight <laughs> seconds in? Uh, I think it was a little over a minute, but oh, still okay. one twenty, <laughs> minute twenty. But you just you sit there and like, okay, like for the for the last two periods, Flames picked up the play. The first period after being off for three days. You know, you're going to expect a sloppy start from both sides or a sluggish Seattle start. Seattle travel that morning. I know, right? Yeah. And, and that's, in the NHL, that, that's tough. Yeah. You know, in the American League, you're kind of used to, you Day know, of, <laughs> pl- plugging away and getting yeah. in and, you know, just, a, just before the game on a plane and going on play. Like, that's yeah. what, it, what it's all about. I wonder if
1: they'd ever change that. Like, why don't we just leave on Boxing Day? I don't know because you guys want three I days guess, off. And, I you know, guess, yeah, and flying out
2: the day of it on a sucks, private plane yeah. and it's it's an hour flight, but you lose an hour. Yeah. I mean, like whatever, you just go play hockey. Yeah. It, it it figures itself out. Um, yeah, but uh, I figured I figured the start would be sluggish, mm-hmm. you know, sloppy, and it was for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, that when does Tanev get uh, burned by not covering for Hanov when he goes and pinches too? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. and that that pass the Yamamoto just. And that was a great... Well, Vince, Vince Dunn, he, he, I brought the stat
1: up earlier. He's got 121 stretch passes this year of success at 5 <laughs> How five. do he even pull up that stat? S- somebody <laughs> found it. Jeff Merrick <laughs> retweeted it. Holy second! It was the second year in a row he's led the league in stretch passes.
0: Wow. Like, he is really good at that. It's one of those ones you can make up because I'm not fat checking that. You know <laughs> so if, if you
1: just want to yeah. monitoring the stretch pass, yeah, what the like, like, yeah, yep, a nope. stretch pass.
2: That works for me. <laughs> is, is that a bonus in his contract, too? It's like, hey, listen, you did 160 stretch passes and we'll give an extra 1.5. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it was a great pass and, and Yamamoto made a great shot. And right now, you got to make a great shot to beat Markstrom. Yep. And that, yep. uh, oh, what's his name? What are... Wedder? or Wenberg. Wenberg. Yeah. Thank you. What a shot! That second goal, yeah.
1: And the second goal. This is what I want to say. Like, Markstrom made a similar save, not like two minutes it, earlier in the same spot on Jordan Everly. Yeah. What was the difference? Because he had
2: a backdoor option. Okay. He, he could have passed. He had to respect. That's why I think the they fact. brought up on the broadcast that Kelly brought up. He's like, yeah, he was kind of worried about the dude For on the floor sure. and one. And he had that option, right? Yeah. And whereas Everly didn't have that option, you can just get your shoulder up. You can yeah. you can lean against your post, mm-hmm. and there's nothing short side. You're not beating them far He's sides. Just so, creeping just a right? little bit. But there just was. In case, uh, like the difference between the NHL and the American Hockey League is that shot by Wenberg right there, because there is like literally there. It's, it's a sliver, yeah. and yeah. that goes in right. Mm-hmm. And Markstrom's six foot five; he, he's gonna stop that nine times out of ten. But just the fact, mm-hmm. I mean, and I can't imagine any kids are listening to the show right now being on Christmas break. No, they're playing games. But that's their why games. you do. That's why you go to that net drive. That yeah. net drive screws everything up for a goaltender for defense. It, yeah. it screws your coverage up because you're just you're flying to the net, and it causes a bit of chaos and. Markstrom is obviously paying attention to the shot. He knows Wenberg has got a great shot. Mm-hmm. He knows he's going to shoot the puck, but it, if he gives a tell where he's like, "Hey, I'm playing the shot," that is going backdoor to happen. Mm-hmm. right? So it was a great play by Wenberg, great shot, and then Seattle just sat for two periods and watched the, the Flames moving around the perimeter and get mm-hmm. shots yeah. through and shots low, right? Like uh, it was a, uh, you know, it was it was funny. I was watching it down in the basement there with the fam, and and I just remembered it was kind of like watching. The team last year play. Like just That's what David Amber said. <laughs> like, it was just like go in. Yeah. Go yeah. in. You know, and, and the Flames responded, you know, with the with the goal with by Kadri there. We're mm-hmm. just getting and they, okay, perfect. It's one one. Get going here. And they dominated the shot clock, but that doesn't matter. No. Right? Great. You outshot them, Perfect. I mean, the the Flames had more than enough opportunity on the power play. There there was a sequence in the second period where or was it the third? I can't remember where it was just a consistent run to the box for the Kraken. And you're like yeah. And and the flames actually looked like their entries were looking good too. Yeah, the power yeah. play power play looked all
0: right. Good. Yeah. It
1: was the, until their last power play was probably their worst of the night. Yeah, like the one in the third period, late third. I think it was uh, halfway <laughs> but through. Maybe the, the whole
2: the whole back half of the third period felt like a power play. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but that also speaks to the way the Kraken were playing. Like they were letting yeah. the Flames come at them. They were giving them mm-hmm. like, hey, yeah, take the blue line. Yeah, take this. Like they weren't yeah. p- pressuring them a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. You could see, and and I was impressed with their with their entries. Um, But then when I was thinking about it, too, it's like, well, they're just backing in, giving them everything except the front of the the middle of the net right yeah it did kind of seem like
0: the flames fell into a little bit of just take what they give you Mm -hmm. and that there wasn't a whole lot of well you know you can create it too you know and i think zari did a a decent job of trying to get into the middle a little bit but that there is but so much a six foot tall 170 pound man can do um going in there one on four but yeah it did feel like they kind of fell into that lull of like all right well they're giving us all this space we may as well take advantage of it and didn't get to the final frontier that you need to get to there and
2: Alexiak is a huge man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, he and, takes up some space. And the eh? fr- first period, he had a rough period. Yeah. Like That giveaway was uh, awesome. Right? Domino's yeah. up the middle. Look, <laughs> if, if, if he's on his team, that is a perfect that pass was, into the slot, right? S- <laughs> slick pass, silky mitts <laughs> right to the opposition. But how many pucks hit him? Like, second, third yep. period, you know, he pinches, it hits his leg, gets back in the zone, and he's not taking any risks. Yep. Like, you know, he's... Of Zadorov's size, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know how risky Zadorov was. He would take that chance every time he got it. Mm, Whereas Alexiak's not built that way. Just every time he gets the puck, instead of firing on net or trying to make a play at the blue line, it's back down low. Yeah, first pass D-man, no option, high off the glass. He's like a defenseman from the '90s. Yep, right. It's there's nothing flashy. Uh, or exciting about it, just give me the puck. I want it off my stick in front of the net. I'll bury you and I'll get in the way of pucks. And And that's...
1: You forget about those guys because this is an NHL era where everybody's skilled. Everybody's talented. Everybody can beat you on any given night. But But not Alexiak. (laughs) But not Jamie (laughs) Alexiak. He's a throwback. He's a wall. And you
2: know what? I've been watching a ton of World Junior stuff too. Uh, And it's so funny when you watch the international ice and you're on a penalty or you are you on a penalty kill and you try to rim it around the boards and it's so wide <laughs> yeah. that it's not an automatic out? Yeah. No, it just kind of loses steam about three quarters. Yeah, right? go, go go And then you watch the <laughs> NHL game yesterday and it's just like they snap <laughs> it around, phew, gone. Right? Yeah, we're here. Like we got it on the TV over here. Yeah. You try to rim it and it's just the guys losing energy getting no. to the wall to try yeah. to chip it out. Yeah. Like it's it's a different game.
1: And that's where you know for the Americans and the Canadians, it's it's another game where they have to learn a game within a game because they don't play on this ice. No. they play on the on the north. American sized ice, and this is where I guess if you're more skilled, it can show off
0: uh, a lot more of your moves and just more space. I don't like the bigger ice surface. I thought that whole conversation around, "Hey, you know what? Goals are down. Let's make the ice surface bigger." Yeah, I know. Like, well, the net's the same size, man. Like yeah. that, the high danger areas don't get bigger because the rink does. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and it, it, it slows the game down. What is it tattoo. 200
1: by what is it? 200 by 100? I don't know. It's wider. I know that. Yeah. That's there's
2: all. I more know. of it. That's all I. Well, know. you got to cover more ground too when you're on the power play, passing across. You have more room on the perimeter, but the, the middle of the ice doesn't change, right? Right. And and you do. I don't know if it slows the game down, but guys don't take as many chances. They don't. Step yeah, they're two hundred by one hundred. Yeah, they don't. They don't step up and, and take as many chances or take themselves out of the play because there is so much more ice and you don't see guys getting smoked nearly as much either right. with, with their head down mm-hmm. or trying to turn on plays because there's more ice. You have more time. You know, he's, I mean, you guys can't, I mean, if you're watching the World Junior game right now, it's U.S. versus Switzerland, and guys are able to make plays on the wall and get pucks up, and it's just, it's a different game when you watch it uh, on the saddle, always, oh, yeah. for sure, in yeah. comparison.
1: Um, what was going to say? Nazem Khadri. This is a guy that's, uh, I think, kind of evolved into this role of, I don't know, almost like a, a I don't know, want to say father figure. To Connor Zari and Martin mentor? Possible? A mentor, maybe, is a better term for it. But he is uh he, this is kind of what you you wanted from the guy. He's on pace for like a 60-point year. Yeah, he's making the money. But of those three acquisitions, like nobody cares about Mackenzie Weaker because he's he's good. Yep. He's not making any problems. But like Kadri I think now a year and some change into this thing. He's starting to finally, this is the player we want. And I think another underrated stat, we we don't think of it with Nazim is how smart that guy is out on the ice. Well, he made that one move, uh it was, it was the second period to make a smart defensive play on the board. Move to the right side, pass it up to Zari. Nice
2: breakout. Yeah. You know, and, and that little backhand chip is what you're talking about, right yeah. up the middle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His his awareness, I mean, he's played in the NHL long enough. He yeah. knows what he knows what he's doing. He's been around, yeah. Right. And and I think he's kind of settled into and settled in, I don't mean it in any disrespect, but he's kind of found his identity with the flames. Yeah. And I think I think Zari has been able to to give it to him a little bit, and 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 Pospisil being a bit of a disturber out there mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. you know, Kadri doesn't have to be the first guy in there cross checking guys in the teeth and lipping them off, right? I mean, he, that's naturally going to come. Yeah, the guys him. are picking it up from him. Yeah, right. You know, and and it, hopefully this team can can get into the playoffs, and, and you know, the, that's what you get Kadri for too. Like the the, the game intensifies, mm-hmm. that's where he's that's you what you want he's, to see him there. Right. That's that's what he's built for, but. Playing with the young guys, you know, he wanted to stand the cup a couple, a couple of years ago. He got his contract that he wanted. So he's got everything he's, he wants now. So yeah. Yeah. Where, where's your motivation now, exactly. right? What's right. your motivation? I got my cup. Everybody says, well, I got to get my cup. Okay, you got your cup. Now you have your contract and you're, you got security for life now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so now now, what's your motivation? Now it's hard to get up in the morning sometimes. It's like, You know what? If I just kind of mail it in and not saying that this is the way everybody thinks, but there are certainly some guys that do. Like, where's the, where's the motivation? What's right. my motivation? I'm in well, Calgary. I'm rebuild, potentially. We're, we got some unrestricted free agents. Are we going to push for it? Are we going to sell? Like, I'm fine. That's my ment- Yeah. B- but what's your motivation? So you put them on a line with two young guys that are fresh in the league, and you can see the stars in their eyes. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, that's kind of gone for both of them. Now they've been around because they're contributing, especially yeah. Zari. Mm-hmm. And so now, maybe being a mentor, being around long enough, mm-hmm. uh, sharing some information, you know, showing the guys how it how it works, uh, you can take a lot of pride in in in, in teaching people too, right? And, yeah, and, and helping them out, and that can kind of motivate you to be at the rink. Like this is why I'm here. I want to see Zari succeed. I want to see Pospisil succeed. I want to be out there, and I'm playing for my teammates, which is ultimately what you want in the end. Well, and we were talking about it before. Qadri
0: does so many little things that lead to great opportunities for the flames. Like just like a subtle chip off of the wall. And Oh, look at that. It's two on one. Yep. Like it just, he does so many little things that lead to great opportunities that has to be for on the other side of it for Azari and impossible to see, like, hey, these little details actually matter. Like, it's great to go bull in a china shop one-on-four, drive into the net, and just crash into anything that's there and hope the puck goes in. But there, there are these little things as well that you could do to really contribute. I think that's,
2: like, really positive for the kids now, too. Well, for sure. And, I mean, there's been lessons learned in Kadri's career that he can share, right? Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. we we remember him in Toronto, Yep. how chaotic he can be, how, you know, even in, in Colorado. I mean, him running, just drilling Binnington there, too, in the playoffs, right? I mean, he's got that... That uh, that jerk in him, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, that's the nicest way to put it on the radio. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I was struggling for for a, <laughs> an appropriate word. Yeah, um, but you know that that's a player that Pospisil could be. He's he's got so 100%. much, hundred percent. He's got so much potential. He's got so much skill. You, you know, you 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 watch him uh, with Pospisil. I mean, you watch mm-hmm. him in games too. I mean, aside from him kind of being in the mix all the time, he's got hands. He had a good mm-hmm. game last night. Yeah, yeah, he really did. Good. Yeah, right. And you see that that that. Crap! That little tinted visor, of his every time he's in the mix, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, there we go. I don't even have to know what number it is or who it is. That, 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 that so that's great. I love to see that kind of stuff, and I think it also uh, motivates Kadri because you know they're looking up to him, whether he wants them to or not. You're on a line with a with an N, uh, uh, a Stanley Cup winner, yeah. right? I mean, and that's huge when you're yep. when you're uh, uh, a, a new player. I'd be pulling, I'd be racking his brain for sure every game. And every oh yeah, night, I would be every... obnoxious about oh my it. God. He'd be annoyed by me by the oh yeah. end. Yeah. Right to the point where yeah. I'm sure cadre loves kind of it probably refuels a lot of things too because guys don't really talk about mm-hmm. past success out loud to other teaming mean, just kind of yeah. sit there and you kind of keep it in and yeah. you move on the game moves so fast mm-hmm. right you got play eighty two games a season you you got playoffs you're you're doing this and it's like okay and then when you actually get a t- chance to sit down and somebody's like what was it like to mm-hmm. to win a Stanley Cup with Colorado and all of a sudden you start telling stories and. And even like with the alumni, you know, you go for beers with the guys or whatever, and guys that don't, you know, don't come up to you and say, "Yeah, I know, I want to stand a cup," and blah blah blah. blah. But like guys like me or whoever, like, what was that like? And then they Mm -hmm. start rolling on stories, and you can just see like the they turn into a kid again. And Mm -hmm. I mean, for a guy like Kadri, that's got to be something too, where you can just say, "Hey, like, oh, I remember what I felt like when we won the Stanley Cup, or I remember what I felt like when I got suspended for five Mm -hmm. games for burying somebody, (laughs) right?" right? But stuff like that, it, 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 it can light a fire. In 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 a in an old dog that's been around for a while, yeah, and you see it often, and you know this line, it's it it's going, it's they're fun to watch. Uh one more before we hit the break. Uh, I know we didn't want to talk about him unless
1: he does something, but uh, <laughs> he's a, if he doesn't score on Sunday, he doesn't have a
2: point this month. Yeah, Jonathan Huberto. Um, he'll he'll get a point on Sunday. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um. He had a nice little 57 second stint there with Kadri and Zari. It was in the first period, I thought, you know, and it was a big thing on Twitter. People were talking about, it, like, I, I Why agree Why were you seeing
0: Huberto and Kadri and Zari? <laughs> I, I 100% agree with you, and I understand where we're going. That sounds like the most, like, we're the home of the Flames radio thing. Like, look, man, I get he doesn't have a point in a month, but those 57, <laughs> those 57 by God seven seconds, seconds, man. Like, <laughs> he, was, he looked like 2021
1: Huberto. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, there's a big problem here, yeah. obviously, in trying to figure out, like, I know, the, like the Flames' goal is we got We want to make the playoffs. That's yes. the goal, and
2: I don't think they can make the playoffs unless he's going for sure, right? I mean, especially if you're playing games like you did last night, where there was it, you outplayed him for two periods. You know, mm-hmm. Markstrom I thought was fantastic last night, um, yeah. and and I really, really, really like how just pucks were hitting him. He wasn't mm-hmm. even moving, and you could see him smiling with the referee when he when he give the puck to the ref. You know, he he was just smiling. You could see him talking, and and it was just nice to see that level of comfort in his game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to score goals, man, right? And and yeah. when you have when you fire thirty seven shots on net, those are some of the funnest like nights. It's not oh, to,
1: it's not 0-5-0-6. It's not 4 where you can ha- rely on a, uh, we'll get two goals and we'll, well, Kipper's gonna right. only
2: allow one. Yeah, you can't lock it down. Yeah, right. You need goals. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and and you know, you heard here in the broadcast. They, I think, there was a play where early on in the game. Uh, Huberto had the puck and he, sh- he took a shot and it was blocked. It hit the stick and went over the glass there, and they were applauding him for for taking a shot, right? And <laughs> and you're like, I get it, like that's what you want to see from him, but like yeah. you can just see his brain. He's he thinks you can just see him thinking. You know how it, it's hard. I can't. Well, as a as a, a former player, we've all been there where you overthink the game. Mm-hmm. Everybody does it at some point, from the from the elite of the elite to the to the plug that's on the you know. In the American Hockey League mm-hmm. and, and and working his way up or wherever doesn't matter how good you are or, or what your role is on the team whether you're yeah. a doesn't matter but you can overthink the game and you can just see him you know it's like yes I should shoot but I want to pass there's somebody going to the net all oh, shoot all the sticks in the way right or yeah. I see that guy he's going far side I'm gonna put it through three legs I could do this before and you can just see the hamster just flying and it would just be nice and it's easier said than done where you just want to just take those shackles off of yourself because a lot of the stuff he's He's doing to himself, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he, you, you can tell he cares. You can tell it's bothering him. Yeah. and He's done nothing to elevate Backlund or Coleman. None. Nothing. No. 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 But, you know, I don't know if...
1: Because I think Backlund's also struggled a little bit with him
2: on his but wing. I don't think, like... Huberdo's a skilled player. Yep. Right? Yep. Backlund is a guy. He's a, he's a second, third line center, right? He, he's a... I don't he's... play with these guys. He, right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like Huberdo... Needs what well, he needs first right now. He needs to, to prove that he can be trusted on the ice because he, you know, he can't be a liability. We're not going to put you with the top players mm-hmm. if you can't, yeah. if we can't even trust you to do your do your job right now, right? So you're on you're on a line with, with Backlund because you can trust him. Mm-hmm. You, you know what he's going to do. There's going to be giveaways from Huberto. We expect those because he's he's just stuck in quicksand, right? Yeah. So you put him with Backlund because hey, you know if he does have a mishap if he does miss a pass whenever backland's on the ice to kind of cover those defensive errors mm-hmm. but you need to get him to a point where like he needs somebody to get the puck to that can put it in right and and who do, who on this team i mean coleman's your leading scorer and coleman's a, a hard, got
1: like what four three on the sh- on the shorthanded variety yeah like, it's not yeah. not a lot of five
2: on five and, there and he, but he's a heart and soul guy like, yeah. he's a he's a dependable defensive player like backland mm-hmm. he's a hard worker he's a gritty player i love that that S eating grin he has every time he goes and slaps somebody <laughs> in the face. Like I love that, but like if yeah. that's your leading scorer, like that's to me that's a problem too. Mm-hmm. I mean he's having yep. a great year, and nothing against Coleman, but like, right. You need Huberto to to you need you need him to get going, mm-hmm. and and, that, and you know we can celebrate all these guys that are second third line guys that are dependable, reliable, that work hard, that chip in. But y- you need more. Th- you need more than a chip in from from. And Huberto knows. All of this, yeah, and that's what's so hard is like the game is just very difficult for him right now with all that skill, all tools, no toolbox right now. There's what am I doing with these? Where am I going? Who do I give it to? And you can't go out and get a, I don't know, a A or, you know, some game break. Well, not game breaker, but guy that can put the puck in there. He's having Liney's having his own struggles. It's like, mm-hmm. what, yeah. do you, what do you do here? We're not going to move more money in to right. try and get you going. We're kind of doing okay where we're hanging around right now, 35 games into the season. We're not we're deciding what we're going to do with this club mm-hmm. and we're not going to make moves so you can get points and us lose games and lose cap space. Like that's, I mean, that's, a, that's a ridiculous suggestion, but he's got to get going. Yeah. Bottom line.
0: Yeah. Whether they, they blow it up or not, he's going to be here, right? Yeah, like that, that contract's sure. not getting moved. You're not so. trading it.
2: You're not buying them out yet. So yeah, like you got to live with it. Right.
1: Yep. Uh, first segment done. We'll uh, have one more segment to go with, uh, with Croner here in a little bit, but, uh, Brent's brought to you by, uh, all kind door services limited your one-stop shop. When it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home, anything that swings, slides, or rolls can all call all-kind door services for your all-door pair needs. Uh, more on the Flames and Kraken, maybe a little bit. Uh, I have a question on one of the shots made yesterday. I want to see how hard it is for a goalie. I want to ask you about yeah, it. Yeah, good. Uh, and that'll be next as uh, Big Show rolls on here on Sportsnet 960. Welcome back. Big Show closing things down here. Cron in studio, bringing down the flames and the Kraken. I do want to do a reminder. We didn't t- touch it on in the morning report. The Circle K tournament is going on in the city right now. Uh, massive tournament. One of the biggest uh, uh, tournaments for that age group. Uh, I know Eric Francis was talking big about uh, Mickey DuPont's kid Landon and then uh, Joe Aginla as well. He's at the tournament. Uh, Joe got a cup of coffee with the Oil Kings. Uh, a little bit this year, so yeah, it's uh, a lot of big names. Landon Landon Dupont talking maybe exceptional status. It's crazy uh, for the WHL. He's a Calgary
2: kid. Mickey's boy is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I I haven't personally been able to go watch him yeah. play, but I played with Mickey a little bit, and the guys that know him and mm-hmm. you know, you go out in your circles, hockey circles, and you start chatting. Guys are like, "Have you seen Mickey's boy play hockey?" Yeah, and I'm like, "No, this kid <laughs> is phenomenal. Like it, nothing like it, right?"
1: Yeah. Well, you have an opportunity to go out and watch him down at the uh, at the Circle K uh, tournament, one of the best uh, tournaments. Uh, in the world, bringing teams from all around the globe. That's going on through uh, New Year's Day. Uh, Brent Crown is brought to you by All Kind Door Services Limited, your one stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for your door repair needs. Uh, Flames coming off of uh, that 2 1 loss to the Kraken. Uh, mentioned a little bit uh, in a break. What does that go through a player? You know, they have the holiday break. You're not with the team, you're with your family, you're just, you're being a normal, normal dude. You're, you're not doing hockey things. And then you come back. What is that break like? Time
2: flies. Cause it's, mm. it's three days. Uh, I remember doing it in the American league where mm. you get fly, you know, on the if You guys play on Boxing Day. Yeah. 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 So depending yeah. on what the the break would be like. Sometimes you fly out from the twenty third and you fly back on the twenty fifth or leave the twenty fourth, come back twenty anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not a lot of time. If you're able to stay in your 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 city and just three days is not enough to go anywhere. Yeah. But not being on the ice for three days, it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're on the ice every day mm-hmm. and then you go back and you smash a bunch of turkey and you know, drink a bunch of booze and, you know, we used to have, well, I think they still do, but weigh is when you weigh, weigh out when you go and then weigh in on the way back. and uh, like, Oh, and, and some of the guys like uh, like myself or, or a handful of others, you're just <laughs> like, you know, I could stare at a cupcake when I played and I would just get, you know, just yeah, right yeah, away. Yeah. And you're holding your breath and you're like, oh, I, I, uh, I don't want to weigh in here, right? But <laughs> when you get on the ice, it is an awful, awful, awful feeling because you just feel like there's a piano on your back. Yeah, <laughs> And it doesn't matter. Three days. That's it. Yeah. Three, three days, 72 hours, and that's all you've been away from the game. And literally, you're just sweating like crazy. You're, everything just feels so much slower, at least mm-hmm. in, in my experience it has. But that, that game back after, it's sometimes best just to go play a game. Because yep. if you practice and bag yourself and whatever, you're exhausted. You just go play. Don't think. Go play. It yep. works out. But uh, that break is so good mentally to not be on the ice for three days, mm-hmm. to just get away from the game if you're struggling. To just not even think about it. Like, mm-hmm. you, you're with family, you're with friends or with buddies or however you celebrate the the holidays. It's nice to be away from the game because the NHL is an every other day league, yep. right? Like, yeah. you don't get a mental break from it. You can have a day off, but a day off is like, oh, I got a game tomorrow. I'm still doing it. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? It's yeah. like, okay, well, you got a two-day break. is wow, I get one day off, and then we practice and we play. I mean, the Flames get three days off now, which is kind of nice. But it allows you for... Uh, players that are struggling not to overthink things to not know that they have a microphone pushed in their face Mm -hmm. saying hey what's going on or even if they are playing well little ailments just being away but the benefits of just psychologically just being away from the the pressure cooker and the every night action even though it is three days it it's i loved it and uh and there were some times too where it's like man i could you know maybe do like hopefully next year we get five day break (laughs) <laughs> or maybe maybe we get a you know
1: I mean Junior was a se- I, seven day break. I sometimes. wonder if if the, like I know the bye weeks are coming up at the end of January. Would it, would it make more sense to have it then or around this time? What do you mean? Like the, they have their the regulation bye week coming yeah. up at the end of January. Most teams do. Yeah. You know half the teams go off one week. The other half go off the other week. Would it make more sense to have the bye week at this time of year or where it is right now? End of January, early February.
2: I think end of January. Yeah. Honestly, good spot. Yeah. Um. But it's another break, right? Like yeah, then, like, yeah, exactly. It breaks the yeah. season up a little bit. Yeah, it, 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 it's long. It, it it can wear on you. It, it it grinds away, and it's the doldrums of you know. I mean, it, you it, played in a time where you didn't have bye weeks. None. Yeah. I know that's what I get. I get a yeah. kick out of because you play every other night here, and then you get like a week off. It's yeah. like almost. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not football esque, but it's close, right? Yeah. Where you get that week where, at the end of January, yeah, why not? Because it breaks. It it's breaks the dog days. Well, and yeah. and you know you're just. It, it's a long year. Yeah. So, if you can, you know, guys look forward to breaks. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're working. You look forward to time off. You look forward to just getting away from it all. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's, it's great. If you do it all Christmas, then you got to tell playoffs. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But, sense. I mean, that's just my opinion. I mean, I no. would probably say, oh, give me, you know, give me a week off at Christmas. I'd love it. And, you know, I wouldn't have an argument against that either. But that Christmas break, man, you know, I mean, especially when I, the first time I moved away from home when I was 17 mm-hmm. to come play for the Hitman here, that first Christmas being back. It was so awesome because, you know, you, you, all the stuff you take for granted, like mom's cooking or your... Your own b- bed. B- yeah, your own bed, your the smell of your house, you know, just yeah. you, your driveway, your street hockey net, your backyard, your your, your, everything, yeah. right? you yeah. like, oh, man, this is great, you know, and, and you get the, and then, you know, you get that break and you get to come back. As you get older, the break is more important because you have family, you have kids Mm -hmm. and you want to spend time with your family and stuff. So getting away, having kids and a distraction from from the real world some days is really good during that period of time, too.
1: I, I, it happens quite a bit. Uh, Maybe you don't, we don't talk about it enough. Uh, How big is that for a guy like we talk about Chris Drieger, you know, and it was all a former hitman. Like, how big is that of a guy going into their junior barn? I mean, you see NHL. Like, there's only so many that are actually NHL rinks that are also WHL rinks. But like, how big is that just going into a former building that, yeah, I know this. Place. I know the I know the walls. I know the, the lighting and structure. Is that a, is that a big deal? Do we take it for granted? No, it's no? it's not huge. I mean, no. you're comfortable with yeah. it. I don't think it's. He
2: looked like comfortable r- last night. He certainly <laughs> did, right? <laughs> I mean, you, you put. I mean, it, it's it's your home barn. Yeah. So you got fa- you got friends here, right? You you grew up playing junior hockey here. So there's a bit of, like, well, I don't want to suck. I don't want to get yeah. pulled in my own barn. But you're not, like, you're not circling it on the calendar, like, oh, I'm going back to the Dome tonight to play. Yeah. You know, it, it's nostalgic. It's cool walking down the tunnel. But things, things don't change. Um, I mean, he certainly played one, one hell of a game last night and first game back. And, like I said, I didn't know he had been gone for, for as long. as. He, it's amazing how time flies. Yeah. Right? But, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, there's some motivation for him, but I don't think it was, like, wow, i got to be good here tonight. Right? Yeah. That that I know we talked about it in the first segment. That rehab
0: process, like that, that has to be a bit of a lonely feeling too, right? Because like you're you're around your team all the time, and then you're rehabbing, and it's like he's not flying to Las Vegas to continue with the team to then do his rehab to fly to Calgary to do his rehab. He is stuck wherever he's rehabbing, and he's just there for twenty months apparently. Like that, that has to feel very isolated as well.
2: Well, you're you're alone on an island, and you know when the team is having success, you're not a part of it. You're there, but you know you're wearing a suit and. Giving the guys the old fist bump down the hall and like they're winning together, they're losing, they're going through all the trials and tribulations of the season, you know, you and and you're just like, hey man, great job. Hey, keep working, keep doing this, and then you're yeah. you're you're training. And then, you know, the guys are focused on games. Your your attitude, your your focus is on training, getting better, getting healthier, doing what you need to get better. But that that doesn't help the team play well. That does you know, that doesn't help the team in in the immediate. And you need to do your best to take care of yourself. But psychologically, too, you can put yourself on an island, too, right? Where yeah. You know, you want to be around the team, but you're like, I'm not contributing. I'm not playing. I don't feel like I'm part of the team. And you can really fall into a bit of a dark space where you're just like, oh, my God, what am I doing? I hate coming to the rink because, you know, I'm there early before the guys get there. I'm doing my workout before. I'm finishing my workout by the time the guys are getting there or I'm working out while they're on the ice. And so you don't have that interaction, too, yeah. where it can really psychologically, mentally, just, just beat you down. And... Uh, good on him for coming back, and, you know, it's one game, I'm sure there's nerves, right, for, oh, for, yeah. for Drieger, there's 100% nerves, it went super well, and a lot of times, players will come back and that first game back, they'll just be lights out, because it's like, ah, oh, this is what I'm waiting for, yeah. I'm back, but now it's, okay, well now you got to play the next game, and the next mm-hmm. game, and the next yeah. game, and like, you're going to have some hiccups along the road, and you're going to get blown out, you're not going to play well, you're going to feel little tweaks and pulls, and that can that can pick away at you, and then uh, was it Joey Decord? Is it Joey? was or, or the backup. Yeah, yeah, but he played yeah. seven straight games yeah. before that and he was doing pretty good mm. and hours injured but he hasn't been great he's this season. Injured. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, you know, he's not a number one guy though. He never has been. No. He's always been a good enough guy mm-hmm. but he's, never, he's been, never been a number one guy and Seattle kind of went all in on him mm-hmm. uh, and good on Colorado for not stepping up to the plate and giving him that money. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now, you know, now it's just, one game at a time, and he's got to go through the rest. They're going to depend on him now. He mm-hmm. played one good game. He's capable of it, so yep. let's go. And then speaking of which, to shift gears here now, Markstrom is going to play every single yeah, game just, in yeah. January.
1: Just going to go there because they yeah. have one back-to-back the entire month of January. I'm just – you think, yeah, do you want – is this a time where like – January, I think, is an important month for this team because right now they're, yes. they're hovering around that 500 or the Bettman 500 mark. They're, what, three points out of a playoff spot. Yep. Like – is this going to be a, a team that you know wins one, lose one, wins one, lose one in the month of January, and it's just going to be more of the same? Like, how do you want to approach this goaltending? Obviously, you have you have the top prospect in your organization in Dustin Wolf, uh, you know, trying to beat down a door to to try and get a job, but he's also got to figure out what he has to do with the Wranglers. And then, okay, well, there's Dan Vladar. How valuable is he to everybody else? I'm just wondering how the Flames should approach the goaltending this month. And it's like, okay, it's just going to be Jacob Markham, and you hope for
2: for the best and Mark- win Markstrom plays every game. Yeah. You like you're not you're not giving guys chances right now to see what it's they can do. It's not that time of year. It's not that time of year. Yeah. Wolf's been up. He's played okay. He hasn't yeah. blown the doors. I, I really like him. I like the way he's played, but Markstrom has been wi- by mm-hmm. far the better goaltender of the three. There hasn't there's you know Markstrom hasn't played poorly enough where you're like, "Oh, maybe we give Wolf a little bit more games." Nope. Cuz no. Wolf's been up. He's been good, but he hasn't kicked the door down. Yep. Yeah. has been good. hasn't kicked the door down. Markstrom's been kicking the door down. He's been he's been the guy that they, like that L.A. game last Saturday, mm-hmm. like that shouldn't even have been that close. That third period, how many quality scoring chances the Flames came up. It was just, it was remarkable, right? And he's been that way all season long. So you're going to give your team, a, you want to win every single night. You're going to give your team the best chance to win. And now Markstrom's, you know, he, he's had a few hiccups this season in terms of health. But they've been small little breaks, and yeah. Ladar and Wolf have come in and, and done admirably and gotten points for the team. So it hasn't been a huge drop-off, mm-hmm. but you do notice when Markstrom's in the net that the Flames are also in, in, in games that they shouldn't be in because of, of, of his, his play, yeah. getting points, stealing games. And now, whether they are sellers at the deadline, whether, whether they're looking to upgrade, which I highly doubt, you're you're still the, the, you're in the business of winning and the guy that gives you the best chance to win is Markstrom and you're hanging around like mm-hmm. you you're, you're you're right in the 500 hockey the win one lose one win two lose three model doesn't work you're not going to get in with that honestly I think we forget we don't even you don't even have to make a decision on Dan Vladar no. yet he still has no. another you know I, he's still another year under well,
1: contract and
0: honestly I wouldn't like don't in January because you're not you don't want to call up Wolf to sit there and watch Markstrom oh. play 8 games in a row yeah. Yeah. right oh. like so let let the the trade market Simmer a little bit on, on Vladar. Mm-hmm. And
2: if you want to do something, do it in February. Agreed. And I'm going to the Wranglers game tonight. Gonna to go watch I would assume Wolf's starting. Back to back. We'll see. Oh no. They played last night too. They played tomorrow night. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. I First see. half of the back to back. Um, but uh gonna go watch the game tonight. Uh but yeah, there's there's no heat on the flames to do anything with their goalies. Yep. No. None. I mean, yes, we push it. I'd want to see Wolf in a Flames out, uh, uniform for mm-hmm. sure. But they don't. Ha- like that's, they're just not in that position right now. No. They're they're they're
1: in a spot where they're yet yeah, like we still want to make the playoffs. But I think, I think they have to. There has to be a positive month going forward here in January. If they're under five hundred again, they'll finish under five hundred this month. If they're under five hundred in January, I think after coming out of that bye week, coming out of the All Star break, I think that's got to be the time where we're not. This is not happening for us. Yeah. Like it's like we talk about Edmonton still having a better chance of getting into the playoffs, and they're seven out right well, they're, they're
2: but they've got four games in hand exactly. on the flames exactly right? yeah um but yeah, like this is Markstrom's team and, yep. and, and now I mean this for the first half of the season, um you know you you even see it in Winnipeg with with Hellebuck mm-hmm. with Berois playing as well as he has, giving your starters a bit more of a, a rest mm-hmm. and, and knowing that they can count. On the number two goaltender to come in and play good Casey minutes. Casey just
1: Smith out in Vancouver.
2: Agreed, right? Yep. Like, it, it, it's a huge weight off a, a starting goaltender's shoulders too, mm-hmm. to have a backup that can go in and play and get points mm-hmm. and not be a liability. Because I don't think we, we don't like or we don't think Markstrom's like the hellabuck workhorse. Like I can go seventy. No, I don't think that's Markstrom's no. in the in his game. I don't think so either. Yeah. I mean, and we talked about this last week or the week before. I mean, there's very few that can. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a it's always been a mentality too mm-hmm. that to play that amount of games is. Is, and it, I think that's affected well, Winnipeg over the years is like Hellebuck
1: getting those you know 69, 70, 71 starts a year, and it's kind of hurt them down the stretch. Laurent Brossois is giving them that opportunity where their defense is playing really well. Yeah. Hellebuck's not being stressed on to to bail them out after you know game after game. Like that's why Winnipeg is set up for success, getting back Laurent Brossois and playing him.
2: Well, and and but the Jets also needed Hellebuck to to play seventy one games to get in. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, right? That's and fair. so, like, if we want to get there, we'll take our ch- we're going to ride our horse. Mm-hmm. But when you have a a, a quality one B or or backup goaltender mm-hmm. that that can get you, you know, seventy five percent of the points in the games that you play, eighty percent, yeah, like the, the, even the, the mental rest too, because sitting on the bench for a starter, you, how many times have you seen it where um, the starter gets a night off and he's sitting on the bench and also he's got to go in halfway through, like. Because the backup's getting just smoked. And right.
1: that, and that's where, like, I think where Boston has the advantage over every team in the league because they've got two starters. Yeah. They got yeah. a 1A, 1B. They can throw it all Marcus Wayman. They don't miss a beat. And that's where if Vancouver runs into trouble, it's like, okay, well, Demko has to be our guy. And same with Winnipeg. Well, Hellebuck has to be our guy. That's where... Boston maybe has that luxury over everybody yeah. in this league.
2: But what, Bo- what Boston doesn't have the luxury of, though, is they got to pick a starter in the playoffs. That's fair. They can't yeah. be... Right? And so who who's nope. that? Like, yeah. Allmark wasn't good in the playoffs last no, year. No, he was not. And when yeah. they were up 3-1 against Florida, he made that bonehead play behind the net that coughed up when they were... And mm-hmm. Florida came in and scored, I think it was an overtime, mm-hmm. and let them back into the series. Like, regular season success, great. You can run a platoon system, 1A, 1B, split at 60-40, and you know what you're going to get. Playoffs? You have to have one guy that can play. Right, and if he's having an off night, okay, you you pull him early, you get the other guy in there, give him a break, and go back in. I mean, that's yeah. just you can't do the the playoffs platoon style. I know that mm-hmm. Colorado did just because of uh, uh, Kemper's injuries mm-hmm. when they had Pavel Francou come in and he yep. played yep. some good minutes, but Kemper was always a starter, mm-hmm. right? He's always coming back in, mm-hmm. so that's that's the trade-off. Well, right? and then
0: like you're getting the coach asked about it every day at uh, at skate, and the players yeah. are getting asked about it, and it just becomes
2: a thing yeah. all the time. Yeah, I, I it. It's, with with Swayman and, and Allmark, too, I mean, they have such a good relationship that they both kind of feed off of each other. Yeah, You know I mean? They benefit each other as well. Mm-hmm. But playoff time, I mean, like last year was an embarrassment for the Bruins. Yeah. They set records during the regular season and boom, see you later in the first round. And I mean, how often does that happen where you have so much success in the regular season? You don't have too many, like guys are playing playoff hockey by, you know, end of January, February to get into the playoffs. Whereas, you know, Boston last year was just, Coasting and yeah. point central, and then all of a sudden, everybody's in that playoff mindset. Now they got to like switch the gear. Okay, now we got to get going here because the game's just changing. And
1: yeah, every game matters. Yeah, time. so what... every game matters in the playoffs. So yep. what they're yep.
2: doing in Winnipeg is now that they have a quality backup that can give Hellebuck a break, that's contributing to Hellebuck's success too. Mm-hmm. And that's what you know you'd like to see here with a Markstrom-Wolf pair, where Markstrom's still going to be your starter. He's going to get two years left on his on mm-hmm. his deal still for after this season. Yep. Yeah, and, left and sure. you know. The flames don't have to do anything. They're they're in a good they're in a position of power, and it, yeah. mm-hmm. they'll figure it out. Well, and I, I wonder if the the workload
0: thing. And I know we're we're kind of up against it here, but I wonder if the workload thing was an issue like last year. Because two years ago, um, Markstrom played more regular season games than he ever had before, and then he played twelve playoff games, right? Like yeah. he played seventy five games total in um, in There I there there is a part of me that wonders if that played into last season as well, where yeah. he was just like kind of wore down, and then he looked looked real wore down at the end of the Edmonton series, and that starts to mess with you mentally as well, and so I I just think, I do wonder if there was a bit of a a hangover
2: effect last season, and now he's kind of through that and playing well this year. Yeah, 100%. And he he couldn't find any traction last season whatsoever. Like The first shots were going in, bad time goals, Flames would get some type of momentum. They were still playing a system where they're winning 2-1. If they're going to win a game, 2-1, 3-2, and those bad goals and those Early goals can't go in. Yeah. And you could see Marks, and, and the way, you know, uh, the, the coaching staff for the Flames ones mm-hmm. at, at that point, it's like Daryl had, you know, a Kippersoff that could play that many games. He had the Jonathan Quick that could play that many games and yeah. then play playoffs. Like the, Markstrom, is, he was trying to make, not make him, but he was trying to kind of mold him into that type of, yeah. type of goalie. So you could see what he was trying to do. And, and I wanted it for Markstrom because he was going in every night. Like you're going yeah. in, you're going to play your way out of this, whether you're crap, you're going to take the heat. Whether you're awesome, nobody's going to say, hey, great game. It's just like your job is to stop the puck and go to work. And you're finding that that didn't really work for him last season, right? And plus, I mean, you know, Vladar had some good games, and they didn't let Vladar run with it mm-hmm. when Markstrom was struggling. They kept going back to Markstrom, yeah. which put pressure on. Anyway, it was just a lost season for him. And this, as you can see, it was definitely a, a motivation for him because he's been in my opinion their best player since the start since the start of this season Markstrom has been their best player. Oh yeah, he's the MVP of the yeah. team. And fourth. you and his Ooh. numbers are pedestrian which 271 goals uh, goals against and a 904 save. Right. I mean, but that's you you got to kind of gone are the days I think of the 935s and the 9 yeah. you know and and the 1.8 goals against averages that yeah. guys were do that the league's changed you can't yeah. hit anybody you can't remove anybody from the front of the net. You can't uh you can't you know, everything is a penalty. The wind changes direction. Somebody calls you a name. It's off to the box. There you go. Right. So you, you're killing people on power plays, and, and so now and and it's puck possession now too. Guys aren't just firing the pucks on net mm-hmm. now. It's oh, I don't have a great a scoring chance. I'm going to circle back, regroup, come back in, and now it's we're looking for the backdoor one timers and the yeah. and, and so you're you're facing a lot more quality chances with less shots against.
1: Uh, that'll do it for the show today. Uh, Brent Cron brought to you by, uh, all kind door services limited, uh, your one-stop shop when it comes fixing doors at your building, your office or your home, anything, a swing slides or rolls call all kind door services for all your door repair needs. Flames, uh, off until Sunday. Uh, they'll be practicing today at 11 a.m. Uh, and then they'll practice again tomorrow off Saturday, but then our next game flyers on Sunday, New Year's Eve,
2: three more days for another play- flames player to get married Hey. Eh? <laughs> yeah exactly next. What, yeah. A, what,
1: what next domino to fall <laughs> i mean congrats jake markstrom uh his lovely wife and their child that uh they got uh, married there in banff it was awesome awesome to see so uh that, that'll do it for us for peter klein i'm patty dumaj gbp shan what do you got next uh we're gonna hear from uh, some of the members of the flames that spoke yesterday uh huska backland cadry all straight ahead nice nice uh great job great job guys nice yes. uh yeah we'll be back tomorrow Uh, we'll do this all again. Thank you for listening and, uh, enjoy the rest of the day. Bye.
2: Sit, Ubu, sit.
1: Good dog.